podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Even watching the games has been just tiring. Bro, I bro, remember I've been And I'm doing, not doing every day. You're doing every yeah, day. Yeah, I will, I'm, I'm doing what's it called? 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m. Like, bro, it has been madness, man. Madness. It's FIFA's fault because normally the World Cup is three games. Yes. No, no, no. Look, the, they, this this whole thing was stupid. They, they, they can't do this again. They can't. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't and, work. Stupid. And what I realized today is there's no break. They didn't put a break in between the round of 16 and the group stage. No, no, normally there's like a three day. Because of, it's because of Christmas. Look, see, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's. Look, this it's, it's it's called greed, bro. It's called greed. <laughs> like they've cut off a whole week of the competition, essentially, where where you can kind of catch your breath. So, let's talk about just just the group stage. So the round of sixteen is going on as we speak. United States has been eliminated. Netherlands are through. We're in between the uh, Australia and Argentina games. Mm. So that's that's our time of recording this one. Um, let's wrap up the group stages. So let's start out with the fun question. <laughs> Who was the biggest disappointment of the group stage? Well, oh, disappointments. G- mm. Germany. Even if I feared what would happen, I, I still expected better from them. Because most people will say Belgium, but for Belgium, I've never rated Belgium's character or personality. But Germany is Germany. So I thought Germany would be like, nah, we're still going to be do big boy. But how they lost to Japan and how they were like, they were losing to Costa Rica. Yeah. It's because it's, it's Germany and, and the history of Germany. Yeah. That's that, that, that's that, that was, that was um biggest disappointment. man. To me, the biggest disappointment was also Germany, but that's boring if we both say the same country. So based on what you guys thought would happen, the answer is Denmark. I didn't have Denmark. I didn't buy the group. hype. Maybe you did, and I never, I never got into the no, Denmark. No, no, no. You had them top in the group. You're not going to get away with. Oh no, this. no, 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 no. I did that because of World Cup cost tax. Now people had them making the semis. I never had them making the, the, the semis. You see, for me, I said Denmark would top the group, not because I rated Denmark, but because I didn't rate France. So when I had Pogba is out, Kante is out, the World Cup cost. Oh, mm. boom. So I just didn't think that Australia would somehow just. So surprised everybody, but I thought, yeah. but it was not me rating Denmark, it's me just not rating what France would do. So, actually, no, maybe it's a, it's a combo. Oh, so sorry, I think maybe maybe another question is biggest saw, so surprise. So, we're in disappointment now, so maybe we'll talk about biggest yeah, surprise. We'll, but, disappointment, yeah, it's it's okay, you can say Denmark, but, but again, like, even if we even if we, we say the, 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 the same theme, that it's not it's not about it's not being boring, the right answer is the right answer, so. You don't have to say Denmark if if you believe really believe it's Germany. If it's Germany, well, it's Germany. based ba- based on what people told me would happen. Every I heard Denmark are going to make the final. They're going to make the semis. But it's if they Denmark. don't make the quarterfinals, it's a it's a failure. I heard so much Denmark talk, and I was a person I didn't have them under the groups when I picked my thing. There was no permutation where I ever had Denmark going through. It was either I had France and Tunisia one and two. Um, and maybe you could, and you know, Africa tax, but, (laughs) but yeah, I, Australia was, uh, a blur out of the blue or how, however, however it is. Mm. Um, I don't think many people had them going through, but they did, but there was just something about Denmark where they didn't capture my imagination somewhere, I guess because of maybe it's recency bias. 
and what they did in Euro 2020, which was held last year, mm. maybe people thought they're in a good moment and then the Nations League and all of that kind of stuff. But maybe I put too much into this. If you look at Euro 2020, the four teams who made the semifinals, you'll have to help me remember, Spain, England, Italy, and Denmark. Yeah. All four of those teams played all of their group games at home. Denmark played all of their home, all of their group games in Copenhagen. Italy played all of their group games in Rome. Spain played all of their group games in Sevilla. And England played all of their games in Wembley. In, in fact, England played the whole tournament at Wembley Stadium except for the game they played Ukraine where they had to go to I forget, was it Rome? Yeah. They they had to go to Rome. So when I when I looked at the thing and I was like, bro, they played all of their games in Copenhagen. Then they played like Wales, Croatia. Like they played like these teams that I don't believe in. So I'm not going to use that as evidence of like, yo, they're going to get to the semifinal of a World Cup. <laughs> like, mm. no, nah, I, I, I just I, I didn't believe in them. And the emotional energy that they got from Ericsson. Like yeah, yeah, no, that, that, no, Eric, no, 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 Erickson, That moment Erickson is something you can't is, is recreate. Ericsson tax is key. I'm, I'm, I'm loved to try to call it like a tax because it's sad. Look, but look in the in the in the nice sense of the word, obviously. But think about it, like okay, if if you're gonna have a pan-European competition, the idea that Denmark played all of their games in Copenhagen, where everybody knew, like this is where the hospital is, this is where everything is happening. If he was going to have that incident anywhere at any time, the fact that they did have it arranged like they did was like pretty yeah. good. Because if they were in Baku in Azerbaijan or someplace, who knows? Or like, or, or like Bulgaria. Or mm. all kinds of so stuff. point being, I never believed in Denmark. But I was told many things before this World Cup started. <laughs> um, and Denmark was one of them. So Denmark, Germany... Are we putting Belgium down? Because no. again, I, I feel like, well, maybe, maybe you and I are different in this way, but from everybody else, we've known, I think we've known since 2019 that Belgium aren't Belgium anymore. No, no, but here, no, here, this is what I'll say about Belgium. As much as I wasn't surprised because I had Canada and Croatia coming through. Mm -hmm, I remember. So. But as much as I knew that, yeah, Belgium most likely will not come through, I was actually shocked by how bad they were. I didn't think that they would be this bad. I thought, yeah, they're not going to be very good. Oh, my God. They were even worse. Like, they were terrible. Bro, <laughs> bro they scored one goal in the whole group stage. And it was, a, I won't call it a fluke, but it was a kind of lucky goal that Michi scored, like that ball over the top. Yeah, against the run of and his against one the team finish. you should have that's out, out, outplayed you. And they only won, it was 1 0. I mean, they, they were horrific. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, we have to, I don't want to, but the last 45 minutes of their World Cup <laughs> and Lukaku in particular. <laughs> I mean, look, there's 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 this part of me that I want to protect particular people. But then there are just some instances where it's like it's impossible, even even if what I think and believe is correct in the situational difficulty of what he was asked to do in the moment that he was asked to do it in. Even if I believe that and that's 100 percent true, 
saying it out loud to people in this moment is not worth it because no, no, but, 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 we are here to cook him. So no, 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 no. people are missing a point. Sorry, before you go, but people are missing a bigger point here. Because I'm sure, like, we'll get into okay, Lukaku was if he was not fit, but still, if he not fit, should have scored. But there's a bigger point here. Let's say he did score, that would be, be wrong. Belgium didn't deserve to go through. <laughs> True. That's for so for me, I'm looking at the macro level and the football gods at work. What if Lukaku had scored? Man, he saved them. Belgium really got, but like, wait a minute. Based on how badly they played in those two games, based on how abject they were in that first 45, they didn't deserve to go through. So it would have actually been insulting if they somehow managed to bungle their way through at the expense of either Croatia or Morocco. Most likely, yeah, it would have been Croatia. I'm really looking forward to that Japan and Croatia game. That is but if 50, it was Belgium 50, against Japan, I'm like, these guys are just going to come and just just do, do, nonsense. do some nonsense. So I'm like, no. no for, me, for me, I was like, no, get, the, get these guys out. Because because if it seems star player says we're too old to win the World Cup, that's a team I don't want in this competition. I don't, I don't want you here, bro. It was all there before the tournament started. It wasn't a surprise. The, the age of the team, the, the issue with Hazard... De Bruyne not showing up in big matches, the Lukaku injury, mm. the Martinez, the loyalty to particular players like Witzel when you have Onana on the bench who's been playing expertly for, for, for Everton. The only thing that you could really look at and think I'm confident in that is Thibaut Courtois, who is the best goalkeeper in the world mm. from, for, for my money. That's the only thing you could look at and think, all right, we can cook there at least like we won't get scored on. And to their credit, Canada didn't score on them. Croatia didn't score on them. I guess Morocco too. So, you know, you can see two goals in a tournament. But again, I think you're right. Like on balance, they don't deserve to go through. So it was it was justified. And like the football gods, if you believe in them, were just not on Lukaku's side. Now, I had to go to transfermarkt.com to, to get this reference. Lukaku hasn't played a full 90 minutes since August 13th of 2022. Basically, opening day of the Serie A season was the last time he played a full 90 minutes in any competition. Damn. So, so to me, that suggests you're throwing a person on the pitch who hasn't played 90 minutes in August, September, October, November, four months. And you're like, bro, rescue us. Because Hazard is on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, who Mertens, Mertens is old. De Bruyne isn't really a goal scorer in that way. Like he'll pop up with one occasionally, but we need a number nine. I know you're not fit, but give us 45. And he looks like a footballer who hadn't played in four months. How real do you how, how real should we get on this topic, or should we save that for the extra? Or should, or should we get real on this topic? With Logan an Lukaku. extra, an extra. How real are we getting? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, basically, look. Lukaku is big and black. Oh lord, <laughs> <laughs> he's big and black. So, and for me, I have experience, obviously, going through school in England and just hearing the stereotypes and so forth. So, what some people said is like, oh my, like he could have, he could have easily scored it with the third, with his third, third leg, i.e his private parts because oh, if you're yeah. big and black you obviously have a large private part which is again 
an insult. It's not a compliment. It's an insult. To Do you remember of, that United had to tell their fans to stop singing that as a chant? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. Again, so it's like oh. it's a very sick, weird kind of <laughs> um, insult that, that that these guys use. So the Lukaku thing is, it's an easy target. So I told you, see, people are sick. Mm. Human beings are sick. They are sheep. They have a hive man mentality, and they're sick creatures. So with Lukaku, it's <laughs> people almost revel in letting be be, be bad, and let's just sprinkle some racism in there as well because he's big he's black let's just insult him because i remember there was something carious and remember this after carious made the the mistake and i was i was like i was slating carious man this guy's trash he's crap you never play again i remember there was something that someone said i don't know who it who it was and this was in the midst of when carious was really receiving all the abuse after the real my my madrid like um mistake and this guy said that carious will, will will be fine um, he's he's good looking and he's blonde. He'll he'll be he'll be fine with all mm. the stuff. I was like, huh, that's interesting, you know. Because my thing is the insults with Lukaku, it takes an extra tone because he's big and black. And he looks like the kind of black stereotype that people can really, you know, have their their fun with with the abuse. So people now wouldn't have turn it into that. Oh, look at all the chances that the the Brunner gave him and, and everything. Let's be real now. Let's just be fully real. Lukaku, you messed up. Even if you're unfit and so forth, you like that chance from Togan Hudson and so forth, I'm sorry, you bricked it. But let's be real now. As much as you bricked it, you're not fully fit. And this team was so bad, they were calling upon you. Coming into this game, who was, the, who was one of the best players in the world? De Bruyne. Brian. And the brain, you dropped two disaster class. Like, if anybody should show up and really be the guy who is either getting because the brain, we know that you know how to score goals and we know what you can do. If you look at the guy to really inspire the, the team, is De Bruyne. But De Bruyne had been so bad for the two games, they had to call upon a guy who's not played in months to try to rescue them. So rather than looking at that isolated moment, look at the bigger picture, which is that your main star who was coming in with great form and top form was De, De Bruyne. And the real thing that people have to now accept is this team only went as far as Hazard took, took, took them. Ooh. Hazard at his best was Belgium at their best. That Once Hazard fell off, the, the team fell off. <laughs> because De Bruyne can't... De Bruyne was always the co-pilot. He was always the, the Robin. He was never the, the Batman. He was always the, the Robin. So now that this De Bruyne's team, I was like, no, De Bruyne can't lead this, this team without Hazard. It can't Can happen. I... Can I make an an addendum or like an edit there? Mm. I wouldn't even put De Bruyne as Robin. Because I think like if you're talking about just leadership and, and, and maybe he's the Robin of the attack, mm. but company's loss plus Hazard mm. declining, those two where you don't have the the captain leader legend figure in the team and then you don't have the magic guy anymore. You're asking essentially what is, and I don't mean this in an insulting way, but you have the most functional midfielder of all time. But being the most functional midfielder, perhaps of all time, I don't know if I can think of another, just technical, can pass, can cross, sees things, but there's no sauce. He's just the, De Bruyne is the most functional player I think I've ever seen. And it's, it's, it's it's not an insult, but it's when the chips are down and we need you, what yeah. do you have? 
No. And he doesn't have what it takes. Like there, there there's a reason why uh, Martinez had to put on Lukaku. It's because, well, are, are we just going to send crosses into Mertens? Because we're not going to get anything th- through the middle of the pitch with these guys. So uh, we need the focal point. We need the number nine on there. And to De Bruyne's credit, he was able to cross to him a few times. The second chance that people looked at, the header, I think that ball was out anyway. But, you know, that idea of De, of De Bruyne being there. But, yeah, when you don't have Hazard, that's your magic gone. When you don't have company, that's your leader gone. And then Kevin De Bruyne is just kind of stuck being a functional player with what with what around him to do. It, there's not much there, which is why I think we felt this is the end. And this is kind of like, you know, the, the what did what did Christoph call it in our World Cup? Like the the last dance. This is this mm. this was their last dance. Like it just so happened in 98, the Bulls won the championship. But that's like a one-off story. Most last dances don't end that well. So I don't even know where Belgium go from here because the the, the talent isn't there. I think Martinez has resigned, correct? Yeah, yeah, he stepped down. He stepped down. So it's it's a whole new project that's coming through. Um, again, giving your golden generation to Roberto Martinez and Mark Vilmont's. But what's in mind now? Here's now. Let's people say, "Oh, Martinez! How could you give it to Martinez? He's so trash." Apart from this campaign, how bad was Martinez really? Vilmont? No, 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 don't, no, 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 no. See, you—that's that—that's you having your cake and eating it, though. Because when the team actually had the pieces to function, of course that of course Martinez is is going to f- do well, because you have Hazard magic, you have all of the the defensive pieces in line. Then you can add De Bruyne, Lukaku, etc. On top of it, I I don't think any manager of a certain level could fuck that up. No, 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 no. See, see, hindsight is is twenty twenty, and I hate yeah. when people do do this. How many people had Belgium beating Brazil in that quarterfinal? I Stop don't remember it. what I Stop had. Stop it. But not me. It's like, for me, see, I hear people say, oh, of course Belgium would have been. No, no, oh, no, no, no. It was, that was Martinez's highest points was beating Brazil because that was, that is arguably Belgium's biggest win in, the, in their history. <laughs> beating I got Brazil. You, I, got you, I got you. And, and to, to, to your credit, I guess, it was a tactical win in, like yes. the, in, in, in the way he deployed Lukaku on the right and all of Like, there were things in the game where you were like, okay. Wilmots wouldn't have done this. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and also, pick the best man manager in the world. They were never beating France. No. They were never beating France. You know, they were never beating France. But so, I do feel like there there could have been something. Like, go for Arsene Wenger or something. Just try something. I don't know how you get Roberto Martinez. It's it's just Roberto you know, Martinez. But, but, but he just again, doesn't again, inspire confidence. Let's flip man. it. How many international managers are great man- managers? Do you call... Would you say Aimé Jacquet was a great manager? Roger Lemaire, Scolari, um, what, 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 what's it called? Didier Deschamps. They're not, they, they, they can't talk to Mourinho or Pep or Capello. You know? So, instruction managers, you're given seven games. So, it's just about saying what's up for these specific seven games. Top managers, it's about, can you say what's up for 40 games? <laughs> you know, that yeah. is, those are the great managers. Guys, that say, that's why someone like Elipi is special because see what he did for Juventus, see what he did for Italy, you know. So international managers are not necessarily supposed to be the best managers. And look look at England. They they tried um, Sven Goran Eriksson, didn't work. They tried Capello and 
Ericsson and Capello are amongst the best ma- 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 managers in the game. So it's not about getting... Look look at South Southgate. Southgate is not a great manager. Hell no. But he just you know, works for what England are about. Do you know that's funny? Because I was, I was, before I lost the thought, I was going to bring up Southgate in relation to Martinez, which was they made the semifinal of a World Cup Belgium did. You can't then sack him. There was no real opportunity to get rid of him because of the success that Martinez had before this tournament. And I feel like Southgate is another one that's in that boat where ideally, would you want this England team to be managed by Southgate? Like maybe you would want somebody who had a little bit more tactical nous and was able to do things. But the success that England have had, there's been no there, there's been no stop on the train. No. There's there's been no point where in which it makes sense to let him go. So for Belgium, this is kind of the first point where it's like maybe we should let him go. I would have done it after, you know, the Euros, but then you think we have a World Cup in how long? I'm so bad with math. 18 months. Are we really going to make a whole new team and get a whole new person? Like, it doesn't make sense. And England are kind of in the same thing where you make the final, you lose on penalties. Are you really going to get a new manager? Like, no, you're going to keep Southgate. So it's just a weird process of international football. First off, this whole group stage was nuts. <laughs> mm. oh, no, it's, 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 it's the best group stage of any tournament I've, I've seen. Like hands down. You know, in seven of the eight groups, there was a team eliminated with four points. And also, little fact check: ever since we've now, ever since we had eight groups, which began in France '98, mm-hmm. is the first time that's not a single team finished with maximum points. Ooh, that's a good stat. Actually, yeah. that explains how you get seven teams with four going home like four four is never a guarantee five is basically the guarantee but to think seven teams or seven groups had a team with four points in it and they all went and something they had to go the ebbs and flows especially of that third group game where both teams are playing at the same time and what this team needs and what that team needs it was it was an incredible group stage because we're discussing it on the show Mm -hmm. yesterday so back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, yeah, 2000 and so forth, that big team has two or three players. And those two or three players are going to be the difference. So th- even if the game will be close, that, those two or three quality players will say, will say, what's up? They're now becoming less and less of these individuals. I'm now going to, into more and more systems now. So if if it's, if it's about systems, that gap between the big team and small team now shortens. Because if, it if it's about systems, a small team can com- compete. If it's about individuals, a small team can't compete because mm. we can't reproduce the individuals that a Brazil, a Spain, an Argentina, a Germany can. But if we're talking about the list of these individuals that we have to deal with, and it's now about system and system, we can com- 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 compete. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like... If Denmark had the Loudrop brothers in there or John Del Thomason, yeah, they they see off Australia, you know. So now that it's with systems, you don't say, no, no, this small now say, no, we cannot. That gap is now shortening a lot more. So, do you know what? Let's not go team by team. And I and, and, and I think that's a really good point. So I'll just ask you one last question because Argentina mm-hmm. and Australia have kicked off. So I want to respect that. Who's the biggest surprise or bright point? That's a difficult one. Um, 
I mean, there you could say Korea, you could say Japan, you could say. See, see, see my thing is, that I want to say Japan, but I saw this coming because Japan. <laughs> you have to understand that with Japan, this is a footballing country. You yeah. know, this is the country that I believe made the best football game of all time, which is Pro Prevo. You know, the one with Henri. So Japan just had to just take a few blows until they were getting to this point of like us having football team because it's a footballing, it's they love for footballer and, and so forth. So my thing is, but as much as I th- thought they will get here, bro, they beat Germany and Spain. <laughs> and they topped the, the group. That's crazy. <laughs> Do you know, I, I asked Dan Orlowitz, I was I asked him something to the effect of are these two games something that Japan has been looking forward to? In the sense of I, I you 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 get the sense that Japan is a very organized thought-filled nation and that they have plans and plans on plans and and, and, that, and that kind of idea. And I was like, do you think the games against Germany and Spain are something that Japan is looking, like the, the, the Japanese FA is looking forward to and like actually measuring ourselves against two of Europe's biggest teams? And he was basically like, yeah, like this is something that we've always looked forward to because Germany and Japan have a relationship that goes back to like the 40s and 50s, the the Spanish footballing culture where you have players like Iniesta and Torres going to Japan, like the links are there. So it was a big test. And I asked the question, not I, I didn't believe that they would win even one of those games, much less two. <laughs> mm. But when you watch the games, like Japan had the the dominance at the right times. Obviously, like bro, the the piece of the ball that was like covering the like it was like so faint. Um, no, but we know it's where it just, listen, you have to. This is where it's physics comes into because <laughs> the ball is a sphere. Yeah. So you don't count it on the points that hits down. You actually, you actually have to look at it as a sphere because if you look at it like level view, oh, it's out, hundred percent out. Yeah. But if you now look at bird's eye view, it is literally millimeters that was touching the line. But here's what it is. The whole ball has to be over the line. And and this is my hot take. Even if it was over the line, I feel like Japan would have still come up with a way to score again. You know, Mm, like... I don't know. Because there was what? How how much time was left? No, no, no. There was enough time. There was enough time. There was like 30, at at least 30 minutes left. Like South Korea won the game basically at the death. Yeah. So like if they if something happened there, okay, like maybe you don't score in the next five minutes. But I feel like Japan, they just had they have something about them where I think Croatia needs to be on the lookout. Like, bro, that game is more 50-50 than maybe some people are giving. No, them no, credit no, no. For, for me, game. I still say no, that's it's still 55 for 45. I think the, the the issue with that is that Croatia wouldn't give Japan as much space as Germany and Spain did. Like if you True. give Japan space, they will hurt you. Costa Rica didn't give them space and Japan can't break the teams down. And Croatia, you see, they are very, very balanced. Yeah. And they don't throw many men forward. So, but then I, I spoke to um, uh, my friend's wife and she said that I think Japan actually likes to play European teams. So they would, they prefer European opposition rather than South American, African or, or so forth. So mm. I think it suits both of them. I think Japan were like, oh no, this is a, a great game for us to, to play. And for Croatia, oh, cool. It's a great game for us also to play as well. So I think it's going to be a very kind of balanced game. But I don't think, I think Japan will find it. Because for me, I say, one of the best defenders of this tournament has been Vadiol. Yo, that mask and everything, bro. 
don't, there's something about the mask. Yeah, I don't know what it is about creative. the mask. They always play well in masks, yeah. Players with masks, man, they've been balling. Rudiger had a pretty good tournament despite him going out. Mm. Um, or was he? I don't even. Was Rudiger wearing a mask? I don't know if he was. Um, well, but, well, well, well. Let's press. Son, son has not son. had a, a great t- t- tournament, though. So. He, he balled in the last game, but I mean that's it. But until then, he's not had a great time. He just, he just had one clutch moment. So all right. So the 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 last episode that we did, we had like a long, long, long discussion about what Africa wasn't doing, <laughs> and that's because they played horribly in the first game. But like I said, I, and I I, I want to give myself a little bit of credit here. I said if any African nation is positioned to go through. It was Senegal. I, I felt Senegal was were, were going to have enough to get through, and they did. But Africa, the continent, I mean, they did well in those last two rounds of group games. Like, no, no, they, no, no, no. Asia kicked our ass. No, that's but it, it, I don't think so. Asia had six teams. Africa only had five. Um. African nations won more games than the Asian teams. They got more points than the Asian teams. Um, it's just, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with six countries instead of five. So, yeah, no, But I think look at the kind of teams that Asian teams had to. Come on, Japan beat Spain and Germany. South Korea had to beat freaking Portugal in their last game. So, Tunisia beat France. Cameroon oh, beat it. Brazil. Morocco beat Belgium. I mean, it's like there, there are you know, it's no, 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 different no, for, on no, both sides. I, I think the the real dub. I think Morocco is the real. Like Sen- Senegal, even if I, I didn't think they'd make it through, I still give them. Okay, if fine. Senegal Morocco, had beat, Morocco if, is the real dub. Like Morocco, yes, that is that's like yes, well done. Morocco is now, well done. That now that I, I, that was my transition into the team that has impressed me the most. It's been Morocco, and there's a slight Chelsea point here that I can kind of oh, defer. Easy, but look, if you look at Ziyech, Pulisic, Koulibaly. Chelsea players have been low-key balling in the tournament. It's once they put that blue jersey on, it's just I don't know yeah. what happens. But uh, that's that's annoying. All right. So last last question. Player that's impressed you the most in this group stage? It could be um, a goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, forwards. Striker, if there's any. Oh, no, I've, I've got to name a few. So, Vadiol, mm-hmm. Musiala. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I have to say ZH. I've really liked Tyler Adams, man. Whoa. Yeah, Tyler Adams, man. I mean, okay. yeah, he's been really good. Um, and yeah, th- I, th- I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, yeah, I think th- those are the ones that, those are the standards, like Vadiol, ZH. Musiala, um, Adams. <laughs> okay, this is total recency bias. Today, Dumfries. I don't know what happens to him oh, give me when he break. gets into a Netherlands kit, when he starts wearing orange. Something happens to him and he turns. He goes from Urkel to Stefan. Something a broken happens. clock is right twice a day, man. That's basically he's a broken <laughs> clock. So. Just something happens. But uh, out, out, outside of the recency bias of today, all of the players you mentioned, I'd like to throw in Griezmann, I think has been really good in the world. Sorry, I forgot about Griezmann. Griezmann, yes, Griezmann for sure. Even though they went out, Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, this guy. Some guys I'm forgetting. Yeah, yeah, Kudus, sorry, yeah. Kudus I'm has just forgetting been so many excellent. Uh, Gakpo has been really good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
is there anybody else who just springs to mind? Um, McAllister for Argentina when he's played has been, been solid, good. Man. Jacques Bruno, Bruno, oh, of course, yes, Fernandez, yeah, Bruno, Bruno. Um, you know, there's been like the the quality of this tournament has been, I think, what we thought it would be, given that it was in the middle of the season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it it sucks that we've lost players, Conte, Pogba, Royce, Mane, Mane. Yeah, Pff, if Senegal had Mane, Timo Werner would be in trouble. Stop. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't say stop. If Germany had Werner, I think they make it through the group. Oh, Germany that? missed Werner. They, they, okay. they missed Werner. All right. Okay. Fair enough. We know the path of every team now. Mm. So who are you looking at? Obviously, we know that the United States has been eliminated and mm. Netherlands are the only team that is securely in the quarter. So I said, see, my eyes have got... And people may think, oh, you're just doing this for reverse strings. I really have my eyes on Portugal. And the reason why I've got my eyes on Portugal is... The team that plays the best football normally doesn't always win. Argentina 06, Brazil 82, um, Germany 2010. Yeah. Is a team that just quietly they just get it done. France did not France were not were not entertaining in 2018. They were just effective, you know. Yeah. So they, 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 they're not that good. So I think for Portugal, they have all the pieces just to be like, okay, it's not pretty, it's not entertaining. They just get it done. So CS method now, if Spain beats Morocco. And Portugal beat Switzerland. Now that's going to be a very interesting quarter, Portugal and Spain. But the, I, have, I have my eyes on, on on Portugal. The way the draw has lined up as compared to 2018, far more egalitarian, far more balanced, I think. It's like the first half is, or the top part was kind of like, I'm looking at it like an American kind of vibe. So you had America, uh, Brazil, Argentina, like it's kind of like Copa America plus. And then the bottom part is like AFCON plus Europe, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, you have the Asian team sprinkled in there. So, no, um, I, mean, I mean, basically, I mean, hopefully we should get a non Argentina, Brazil, a, a, like, like a, a non all European final, you know. Well, I would like, look, unless, unless Brazil or Argentina um, screw up. The semifinals that I want is Argentina, Brazil. And France against either it could be Portugal or it could be Spain, mm. but if I get either one of those, I'll be cool. Wait, and then so the final, wait, and then you and don't then see England e- there. <laughs> <laughs> I I, th- I think either permutation. If you we get Argentina against France, that'd be cool. Argentina against Portugal or Spain, that'd be cool. Brazil France, dope. Brazil against Portugal, Brazil against Spain, like. I feel like those games would be worthy or, or justified of a final. And I think you you have this point all the time, so I'll steal it from you. But I don't want to see two nations from the same confederation in the final. No, I don't no, I don't no. like that. I, I, it, and it's a point that you even have in the Champions League where I don't want to see Spurs play Liverpool no. or Atletico Madrid play Real Madrid in the Champions League final. Like Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see no. different people compete. Diff- different footballing ideas go against each other. So hopefully we can work all the continental beefs out in the in the semis, the quarters, round of 16. And then once we get to the final, we can have some variance and have some fun with it. But it's the World Cup. It shouldn't be, you know, Europe Plus or South South America Max. You know, we should expand it a bit. So, but I don't know if you've seen the permutations of what they're trying to do in 2016, but this is, it's yucky. So in, enjoy this one. Oh, so you, oh, you mean 2016, you mean? What did I say? 
2016. I'm bad with that. Oh, yeah, 16 18, groups of three. Just yes. <sighs> nasty, nasty, nasty. So uh, why can't why can't they just leave a good thing like it's it is? Greed. It's called greed. More <sighs> games, more money, more sponsorships. It's called greed. Like I, I would like you to do do this, but give us some rest days somewhere. You know, don't put four games in a day, like 5 a.m., 7 a.m., 10, 2. Like, God, bro. Oh, no, oh, no. Like, like, I, to, no that's I love of, football, of but Christmas. like, this is heavy. This is like, you know, like when you go to a restaurant and they give you dessert and you've just eaten like a really good meal, but then they bring you dessert and the dessert is like some dense, heavy cake. And it's just like, bro, I can't eat all of this. Like, you got to put it in the thing to go. Like, that's how I feel at the moment. I feel like, bro, this is great. This is delicious, but it's dense. It's just too compacted. You know, it's like somebody poured too much sugar in the Kool-Aid or the or the tea or what, whatever it is you drink. Like, it's just, it's, there's too much of whatever it is. But, yeah, this has been... <laughs> Talking Texas World Cup. We will see you guys at the end of the round of 16. Hopefully, there is a there's, there's there's a break between the round of 16 and the quarterfinal, thankfully. So somewhere in that space, we'll be back with you. Half hope, where can people find you and get all their reviews? Halfhopefootballhost.com, baby. Indeed. I'm at Daniel to look. All the links are in the description. Thank you guys for listening. And um, yeah, enjoy the games, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.